I was going to sing to you, Luke. Yeah. But I don't know any of the Leicester songs because the first half was so boring. I actually fell asleep. But I want to congratulate you, Leicester, um, the chairman, all the fans for a phenomenal performance yesterday. And I mean, that's just one thing there that just goes to show how caring a club is and actually it's where so let's welcome people first and then we'll talk yep. about it so good morning everybody thank you for joining the latest episode of the estate agents podcast we must be on episode seventy-two thousand by now with the amount that we've done over the last three years which is exceptional and people still keep on coming back for more which is yeah. even more exceptional so thank you very much for watching every sunday or listening when we first started and you didn't have access to our lovely, lovely faces. No, um, it was all voice by then, wasn't it? It is. It is. Morning, Tim. Thanks for joining us from Horsham. Nice to see you today. Um, so let's talk about Leicester. Phenomenal yeah. first of all. Um, but there's a massive lesson there. Um, so the week before... Yeah. You got sent. Show everybody what you got sent. So this got sent. Did it get sent to all the supporters, all members, or season ticket uh, holders? Season ticket holder. I don't know about members um, yeah. because we're a season ticket holder. So first of all, you got like a little postcard, and I think Jerry Lyons posted this as well. So just as a letter uh, from the chairman, um, just to say how much they've missed us this season. Um, we want to make these occasions a regular part of the leicester city experience uh the famous clap banner which they've kind of been known for since the greatest escape um so so that one uh a pin badge for the fa cup some face paint and a little rosette uh as as well um they did a ballot for the tickets and Fairly, they said anyone that got in for the ballot for the FA Cup meant that they couldn't go to the final home game of the season. The final home game of the season, they did classify from an A-grade fixture to a B-grade fixture, which meant the ticket prices were actually cheaper, whereas I know a lot of teams have actually tried to profit on that um, and put the prices up with it being the, the only game of the season potentially fans are going to be able to go to. Um and just absolutely just what they do for for uh for the city so the hospitals i think that there was a um pre-match there was one of the doctors on the ward where they donated two million pounds to the actual local kind of hospital i think it's the children's ward or something like that so um but then you've only got to look at how the players and i would question how many players interact with their chairman the way that the leicester players did yesterday but they're all, but but they're always doing it. It's not just on the big occasions. They're doing it at the training ground. Again, how many chairmen do you see walking around the training ground, seeing how the how the training's actually going? Um, possibly not many. Um, I'm sure there's a handful of teams. I think Norwich is probably one of them. Maybe uh, with Delia. Uh, I presume Delia's still still yeah, very she, much. Yeah, she, she's still involved. Um, in fact, there's a great podcast about Norwich um, and the director of football there on um, the um, high performance podcast that shares what's going on there. Yeah, but um, but uh, they, they kind of summed it up, didn't they? From from the top down and from the down 
to the top it's the the spirit and the uh the way that everyone's kind of joined up is is something to be admired at at leicester um and and that's probably very similar again james timson talks about i know we talked about him for the past couple of weeks but ever since listening to that um podcast on the um I can't remember the name of it now. You'll you'll remember high it. High performance podcast. High performance podcast. So, yeah. um, ever since listening to that, you kind of get the bug to find out more and to find out more because you see a successful company like Timpsons, and it's not just and it's not just where it comes down to money. It's obviously they have things like the the happiness rating, the happiness score, the fact that they they help ex offenders, um, and the happiness score is actually something that they value over anything else. Um, and I was reading a, uh, an article um, in the Times. Uh, James Timpson has a regular piece in the Times, and he actually talks about when they take over a business that the first thing that they do is actually throw out the EPOS systems, basically the computer systems for reporting. So at the end of each day, each Timpson store has to log on to submit their own figures. So they have to say, I don't know, how many keys they've cut. Um, how many mobile phones were repaired? How many how many meters of shoe? Being how many prospects? What's that relationship? He was selling he not. No, he go through from a story. And can they each day? Sales, they've got that. I've met equally with people own some of them. Welcome on that. This morning, because of so you absolute prices are pounds per and they have given. Arsenal. 
was um, um I'm just uh, so what's going on Um, obviously, that's first push. So it means I have a bit, but transfer done. Pretty straight. You find. One thing you're talks about how got the customer. No, if um. The wind friends okay it was arranged agents together um which if you haven't watched it please take a listen to it and watch it i think it's on linkedin i'm sure it's on youtube as well which i thought was exceptional and what spencer's done is spencer was incredibly vulnerable with regan and told the whole team what he was going through um and sharing it and he was very concerned about what was going to happen but my question to people watching is you know how are you dealing i know katie griffin mentioned it on um, the house property podcast that she is you know she was pretty tired last week pretty stressed um a lot of people were burned out in the industry you know we've discussed this before we're very very fortunate having that that we have been able to work through this but people are burned out and there are a lot of mental health and well-being issues and um i think by discussing it and helping people um that's going to make a massive difference so well done to agents together well done to spencer lawrence for um bringing that up bringing that to the front um and i'm sure there's a lot of businesses here that they can take a note of that um, and listen to it um, and make a difference but you know it's not only your team's well-being what about everybody watching this today um mm. there's a lot of tired people out there so take 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 your time and um if anybody follows sharka um wild um she posted something about um things that you can that you should be doing in life 
and it was meant for over 50s but i actually think it applies to absolutely everybody so um you know that's well worth having a look if you go on sharker's um facebook facebook page which is which is great so um something i want to discuss today which most probably runs on that is social proof um okay. and what and what you were talking and um again you know you've had it um i know andy's had it richard um taylor's had it i mean loads of people have had it on facebook where um somebody says right i'm thinking of selling my property um you know who should i use um and again this agent i think 85 people said you need to use this agent what was really interesting this agent then analyzed who all the people were and of those that number 70 odd had never done business with them previously okay but they had seen exactly what they were doing in the community they loved everything they were doing in the community so not only does this mean that they're you know recommending people to them and they haven't used them when they are ready to use them they're going to use them and they're not going to call any other agent and they're not no. going to have a trouble when it comes to you know people paying their fees yeah no well it, I we we all know and if and if you have those great and we talked about the great intentions a little bit last week having the the right intentions for helping the schools and you're not doing it just to win a listing so you give one laptop you expect a listing give another laptop you expect another listing and it's a co and it's things used in combination just not in the isolation so uh, and i'm not i'm not surprised because people and particularly more so now probably value that more than anything about how people are supporting their local communities um there's a there's a local and I'm, i've mentioned this in previous um podcasts there's a local um corner shop in wigston um and he brands himself as hashtag not just a corner shop um and before he did all of this literally all that he was was a newspaper shop an old off license type thing that maybe probably wasn't going anywhere but he took the opportunity to differentiate himself but also get rooted in the community so again things like giving to the food bank he'll off, he'll publish uh, at the end of the day if there's stuff going out of stock just come down and help yourself we've got an honesty box just pop in whatever whatever you can afford um, or whatever you feel is is right um, and, and if and you want a special order he'll deliver it if you need it um, but he's completely rebranded his whole business and now he's very much rooted in that local community um, I know people like Matt Nickel um, he obviously does an awful lot in his in his local community um, Andy over at Fetford um, it's so long since we last saw him but um, he um, he does an awful lot in the community Oliver James or Oliver Press always get mixed up now um, Mr Mintz again with with what he's doing for the industry as well um, with with kerfuffle so um, I, I'm not I'm not surprised that perhaps they haven't transacted but they will transact at some point in the future yeah so I've, I found that really really interesting the other thing this week that um, I don't know if it's a bit sad or not, but it doesn't do the industry um, any favours. Um, and that's for solicitor bashing going on between solicitors and estate agents. Um, yeah. And I've seen a lot of posts this week on LinkedIn 
some slating people, some absolutely loving people. Um, surely, surely the two should be working together because uh, the most important person in here is the customers, you know, and our yeah. job, both for solicitors and the estate agents, is to, is to put it right um, and to make it as smooth as possible. Yeah, so, uh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so it's been ridiculous. There's been some horrendous slating in there. Yeah. And then there's been some, you know, well, actually, there are some amazing solicitors. There are some amazing um, lawyers. I think I read one where one of the solicitors made a mistake, but the next day she resolved it, sorted it all out. So, you know, she totally turned around um, what had happened there. So again, you know, how do you deal with complaints in your office, you know, and how can you turn them round? So I know you had that board complaint and they put it in the paper and whatever, but I know you managed to you managed to turn it round and you managed to um, you managed to make it better. Um, but yeah, what is um, okay? So you know what's what's going on? So how how do you deal with complaints as well? Um, and how can you overturn them and how can you win them? Yeah, I think with, with complaints, I, I was talking to Sean Adams in the week and I think any complaint, you take it personally, don't you? Because you see it as a personal attack on uh, on on your business or the way that you're doing things and you, you just have to detach yourself and take that emotion out of it. But then what's then right for the customer? Um, and how can this be best resolved? And sometimes you're not going to be able to resolve it to the way that the customer wants it. But as long as you approach it in a fair way, but don't forget, everyone has a different map of the world. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So um, just find it really interesting at the moment. Some of the things, especially on LinkedIn, and actually, there's most probably a lot of customers watching what's being said on LinkedIn. And thinking, hold on a second, if each profession is talking, uh, slagging off each other like that, and I'm in that area, why would I want to use them? Who's this gentleman? I don't know. Why is he there? Has, yeah. a, screen, has a screen frozen? We've got a picture of Andy Overman as a background now. Is that what I just, figured, just figured you missed me. Well, we did. <laughs> so thanks for joining us. How are you and how's Thetford? Yeah, good, thank you. Sun's shining. Just about to uh, head out to Ed Sheeran's Castle on the Hill, take the kids to Framlingham Castle. Oh, yeah. Can you sing the song? Uh, no, I can play it on iTunes. <laughs> no, you have, to, you have to sing it. And also, it's Sharon Carter's birthday this week. And Sharon specifically asked, could I get Andy Overman on just to sing Happy Birthday? So now's your chance. Well, happy birthday, Sharon Carter. How are you? Is that it? Is that well, it? We can do the we can do the whole rendition if you like. We can go all uh, what's it? Happy birthday, Mr. President. We can go all camp like that if you'd like. Yeah, that was very good. Up. Instead of Mr. President, you have to put Sharon in. Happy birthday, Sharon Carter. Happy birthday to you. Well done. There you go. Welcome back. So what's going on? Doing? What's going on? Look, um, I needed um, a few weeks break, and, and it's as simple as that. You know, we've—I've—I um, know you guys have been talking about it. I've still been watching the shows. 
I know David Mintz has been fueling the rumour mill, as only David Mintz can, bless him. Um, so thanks for that. Um, but no, listen, I've been flat out. Um, it's 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 challenging at the moment. It's hard. I've got I've got um, you know great support from a from a you know, from great colleagues, um, but it's been um, it, it's it, it's been relentless. Uh, it's been you know seven day weeks. It's 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 fucking hard. So um, I, yeah, I need a timeout, and I think it's important that you know individually and collectively we can you know we can say that within our peer groups and 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 feel comfortable with it. Um, and and then take the time that's needed to um, to recoup and recharge and and um, do do what's needed. You know, you only get one life. No, hundred percent. And I think um, if I think that's a big lesson from what Stephen was talking about earlier on about mental health and people feeling absolutely drained is to make sure you are booking in that me time. And if that me time, again, it's going to help hopefully get a bit easier if that me time is just going down to your local coffee shop. I mean, that's my fa that's my favourite pastime, is going down to the coffee shop and just people watching. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, but it could be anything. Again, just going for a walk, could go to play a game of golf. The swimming pools are open, I believe, uh, as well now. So, again, going, going for that all early morning swim. But, but, but just... But just mine, mine was the kids. In, in, you know, genuinely, mine was the kids. It was. It was. Yeah. Um. It. It. It, it was. Um. It was being so wrapped up in in um me and LL and my journey. It was. Um. It, it was not doing the. You know, just the just the silly little things like walking to the park or, or going out. So, once a week now. Um. Sundays is family day. So. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. You don't get those times back, do you? No, and Friday and Friday's my day, you know. So I enjoy Friday. I enjoy going for. I had a lovely walk with Vicky on Friday. Um, did say bless her. At Trent Park, which which was lovely, and Vicky's helped me with my mind, which is absolutely fantastic. So I'm incredibly grateful. And then I played walking football, and then did some um, coaching at Stanmore, and I did another broke a record, another fifty fifty one. Um, 51 and a half thousand steps so i'm only um four kilometers away from actually doing a full marathon on a friday which has got no. me which has got me thinking that maybe depending on how many i can um get involved in this is to do the shine walk in september in in sam's memory and raise a few pennies for um her amazing doctor so if anybody wants to join me or wants to make me do it um but it'd be nice if a few of us can do it as well walk around london i think it's the 24th or 25th of september night walk that'd be amazing so let us know tag us in if that's something you want to do and we can all I think, do it I think we should, yeah we should all we should we should all meet up i can uh i can drop the missus and kids around to your house and uh and we can head out and do it yeah they can stay the night so happy happy days yeah we'll bang up for that Oh, there you um, go. Abigail joining you on that one. Thank you, Abigail. 50, so 50, 50 Ks in a day. Do you know, I don't think I did that last week. I had, a, I, we, we, we had, I don't know what it was like for the rest of the UK last week, but our weather here was absolutely shocking. And we have been pounding streets, getting brand awareness, leaflets out, um, sold in your streets, valuing in your streets, general brand awareness leaflets. Um, and so generally the health has been quite good the steps have been there 
Um, but last week it was shocking. And I went out yesterday because I hadn't been out all week. I went out yesterday. At um, I, cleared, I, I cleared all my callbacks from about 10.30. And then I spent five hours marching in the rain yesterday. That was hard. <laughs> I clocked up about, it was about 18, 18 and a half kilometers yesterday. Well so God, God knows how you're doing 50Ks a day, man. That's just nuts. Absolutely just, nuts. Just walk, I just walk everywhere. So, <laughs> you know, up to, from my house to Barnet FC is about 40-minute walk. Play for an hour, 40-minute walk back. Then I walk to Stanmore. That's a 5K walk. Um, and then I walk another 2K um, to my sister straight after. Um, and then um, Vicky and I must have walked for um about an hour and a half hour and three quarters around trent park as well and then when i got back from there i walked from here to mill hill which was another 30 minute walk to get some pasta for lunch so um it's good and then um got a peloton yesterday as well so um actually as the weather's nice i'm most probably going to go out for a walk now <laughs> and then when that rubbish football team's losing this afternoon i'm most probably be in the peloton and watch them so at least i'm exercising whilst i'm watching rubbish yeah. So, so yeah. did you go for the bike? The frequency the gets higher as, yeah. as they play worse. See how hard you pedal. Yeah. Now we got the um, bike, so it's just sitting in front of me. Um, the boys will use it. I'll use it. Make use of it. Um, so, it's good. It's good. So, we'll so while, we're t while we're talking about football, I don't know whether you already did it because I missed I missed the first two minutes of the show. But have, have yeah. we complimented Luke? Have we have we done the whole Leicester thing? Yes. And we can't talk about it again because the one listener that we have will then go down to zero because they've already heard it at the start because they <laughs> were here for it. So, oh, Mr. Ellis, no, I don't think Mr. Ellis is on today. Is he's, he not? He was in sunny Cornwall, wasn't he? Yesterday, he was. He's out in that new camper, isn't he? I do love that yeah. van. I'd love to know. It's it's uh, it's given me a new vision to have that flexibility. So we're, we're looking at all these family days and, and making them count. What better way than, um, you know, he's blessed, obviously, living in the southwest or living, you know, Mar it Marlborough, Kevin lives in, and then easy access Swindon down, down. Swindon, yeah. yeah. Yeah, down to the southwest, isn't it? So um, how, how absolutely blessed. I love that. Uh, have you following? He's, he's actually created an Instagram account specifically for the... Um, Camper van. The, 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 the camper van, hasn't he? So <laughs> I've, been, I've been following that with great intent. Uh, yeah, it's given it's give me an idea. I, I think... Um, yeah, Sh shooting out because we're blessed as well, North Norfolk coast, and you'll yeah. be able to come and see us again soon, Stephen. Yeah, looking tomorrow. Forward, looking forward to that. A quick question then, talking about social media and, and Instagram and TikTok. Who's using TikTok for their property? <laughs> That's a loaded question, isn't it? Yeah, serious, we still serious, serious, serious question. Um, yeah, and, look, we started this week. And does and does it work? And what do you do and stuff like that? Because you know, obviously, social media. We know that Facebook's working um, and works exceptionally well. Um, you know, Luke, you've got your YouTube channel as well. Um, I'm not sure whether you use Instagram as well. Um, but I'm just really interested with social. And one other thing before, and if you answer that question, I don't know if you can do this. One of the things that I think agents can improve on at the end of all their videos is having some call to action. So, you know, everybody does a phenomenal video, but for me, there isn't a call to action to try and get that vendor landlord's details. You know, so just, um, you know, obviously you've got Sprift, you've got Home Search, 
you know, click on the link below to get a report about what's going on in your a, a complimentary market report as to what's going on in your area with mm -hmm. home search, whoever it is. Um, not enough agents, the majority aren't doing it. Um, and I think you're missing an opportunity there as well. Um, but coming back, so Andy, TikTok, see, we didn't even know you were coming. Um, I'm surprised you know what TikTok is. No. Mate, <laughs> so we had the we had the we have the weekly marketing meeting with um, with with Jason, Adam, Vicky, um, and um, we, we've got huge structure. And I kept calling it bloody top top tick top tick <laughs> yeah top tick not TikTok. Mate, yes, we are on TikTok. It's um so it's a learning curve. Um, we are learning what people want from the different channels so i think social is social is social proof um facebook's um you know what what people will engage with on facebook so for example yesterday i get really good engagement on our insta stories um shameless plug at location location east at the weekends so we generally do it's weekends let's play and then we'll do the polls where we'll do 10, 15 pictures, choice between two. And the end one is always improve or want to move. And if it's want to move and they're voting because they want to move, then we'll send them a nice little um, message into their DMs of um, thinking of moving, um, thinking of moving, need, you know, need first class property advice. Here's my mobile number. Reach out to me. Um, if you're selling your own, ping us a message with your um details and i'll get you your interactive property report out from um from script but while we're talking socials luke i don't know whether you've seen that this week but when you start a live video now on facebook you get the opportunity to promote a link okay now i've not used it and i've not tested it but i'm wondering is that is that the ability to promote a link back to possibly your valpal um or yeah. your 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 lead you know your lead capture your lead generation um yeah. because it would appear that when you then pop those details in it's got feature link it's got add a link and to actually put the link for them to be able to click from yeah mm. So that's interesting. We'll get Paul Long um, onto in uh, investigating that this week on on everybody's behalf. But that could be another way. Uh, so you're driving all of your live traffic to socials as well. Um, Instagram. Um, so uh, Vicky. Well, I don't know. Is Vicky on here? Because I can't. Obviously, I don't. I don't have the account today. But if if Vicky um, is on here, she'll be the first to admit. Um, I'll stick stuff on Insta. She'll pull it down because it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't meet brand. Um, so we've got, <laughs> it's very demanding with content, but yeah, the Insta feed has to, has to pop. Um, so very hey, few, Vicky's here. very, Vicky's here, is she bless her? Um, yeah, so the Insta feed has to pop, um, and, and, and she's, she's not afraid to pull things down. Um, and she, and she is ruthless. She'll just get a WhatsApp saying, mate, nah, I didn't meet brand. Okay, the question because I heard a story on Instagram where somebody just followed the hashtag hashtag Victorian. So hashtag Victorian hashtag property. So mm -hmm. they have absolutely no thoughts of moving. 
whatsoever but they just love anything victorian property and yeah. uh, on their feed this victorian property came up and long and short of it they ended up buying it as a result of that hashtag victorian and at that yeah. time they had absolutely no intention of whatsoever so are the hashtags that you're using very relevant to um, attract those people who maybe thought they weren't looking to buy or sell but actually they end up doing it because they love something that you've put on Insta. See, we're, we're, look, we're, we're always learning and, um, you know, growth through constant innovation and change. And, and that's something we're really proud of at LL. So I don't mind admitting, we, I, I, I started going down the route of um, what hashtags do I want to create for us? And actually, it's completely the wrong way to do it. Completely the wrong way to do it. You need to be searching what what hashtags are really popular and prevalent in your area because I don't I don't know whether you're, everybody's familiar because a, a lot of the time it's not the business owners that are doing the social media, isn't it? You've got you've got your team that are creating the content, so they're putting out maybe a hashtag which you know they think and and they're being really sincere about it. They think is a great hashtag and and you know it's something that if if it really popped and it went off, then then it would really serve the brand well, but you've got to get over 10,000 tags on a hashtag for it to even be considered in an Insta or a Facebook algorithm. So unless you really are smashing out, I mean, what's 10,000 pieces of content with the same hashtag from one agent, you know, how many pieces of content is that a day? So we've now, we're now piggybacking onto um, what's trending. So if you type in at the top and it's got like Thetford, um, and 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 that's getting like ninety thousand views a, a week. Then, then why wouldn't you use Stepford as a hashtag? Because that's where your audience is. That's so. And I think it's about um, you know we put our first TikTok up and and it breached community guidelines. It, it you know we, there was nothing in there that had actually breached the guidelines at all. But that was frustrating because you make something and you think it's really going to pop and then um, but it was a new account and um, it was getting views so. That, that that's gone back on i think with tiktok um you know i i, I don't know whether you guys have sat on tiktok but when you I, I sat in the marketing meeting last week with 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 vicky jason and adam and i was just like guys I, that is a dark dark world tiktok is live is it's not pleasant there was it just felt wrong kids on there um like what some of the people were saying and 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 you know how young some of them were and the attention seeking and i was just like really do we want the brand associated with this but i think we were going in completely you know i was my, my head was going in the wrong direction with it so we've I, i've learned that TikTok's not really a live thing it's a q a so we're now you know we're now formulating our plan of they ask you answer um, so we're, we'll be looking at what's topical, what are the what are the questions that people have on their lips, and how can we then answer those in a hip, youthful, thirty-second slot so that it's relevant to the audience. Um, Going to struggle with hip, so I might, I might, you know, we might have to pay David Mintz to uh, go on camera for it, or we might have to get Luke's boyish good looks because I think. I think the days of Andy Overman or Stephen Brown being hip. We get Vicky to do it, or we might we might get the uh, might get Amy over at Sprift. She's a bit like a, a youthful forty, bless her. Um, get 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 her on there to do it for us. But um, yeah, I guess it's just knowing what what works on on the different channels and what works on Facebook's not definitely not going to work on Insta. 
yeah, Sharon, there's some proper sick shit on TikTok. <laughs> proper weird. I felt very, very uncomfortable. In fact, um, we, they laughed in 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 the uh, in the marketing meeting last week when I said I actually had to stop stop looking at lives in the name of location location east in case it damaged the brand reputation. I actually deliberately posted a personal profile. Um, with a very obvious picture with me with my two children next to me so people knew exactly how old I was and what demographic I was um, and sad to say that still didn't stop some of the stuff that was said I <laughs> those lives are not I, yeah, they're not a pleasant world so yeah still still lots to learn on TikTok Stephen okay well look, i know you're um you're off um shortly with your family luke just want to ask you a couple of things um mm. to end this. so um i know that you um you wanted to talk about agent sharing um, yeah so i know that we've we've talked about it before about obviously you making use of your existing contacts or making new contacts in the industry to to kind of share information i know through you Stephen, you've been a massive facilitator of that so people like abigail i know we've kind of hooked up in the past and helped each other out and again through the daniel spencer accountability group it's been good again uh, a couple of years ago when we had assad um on the podcast and all of a sudden mentioned that he had his own crm my kind of ears pricked up and next minute i've arranged a visit to go and see him and met the wonderful vicky as well um so um but this week had the pleasure of assad uh, setting up a meeting with Ian Preston from Preston Baker, um, where we kind of had a bit of a, a look at their CRM and their version of Property Base and Salesforce. And it was like mind blowing with their setup and how the business is structured and uh, massive, massive kudos to, to how it how it's run. Um, what what they've got in place um, from a new Stephen, you, you'd be like, a dog with two willies <laughs> um, when it comes to kind of business generation and and what and what they're doing and how they value and see the importance on that and how they can actually quantify that in terms of how much it costs to acquire that market appraisal how much it then it costs to acquire that instruction from their prospecting team and, and things so they can actually tell you to the more or less to the penny how much it's costing for each instruction on a particular team that is then in charge of prospecting but no it's just just to re-emphasize that there's lots of people in in exactly the same boats as you uh, with smaller businesses same size businesses bigger businesses all have different challenges but quite often everyone's got the same challenge and whether or not that's around personnel marketing how to set up TikTok how to even get started with Instagram or even how to turn a computer on, Stephen, um, then, <laughs> then they're all good. Then, then, then they're all out there and Facebook and the groups that are on Facebook. So I know Mr. Watkin that's watching, obviously his landlord farming group of what is probably 2000 plus agents. Now, what a great place to start to, to kind of, collaborate and share and share ideas and kind of buddy up and we talked about in our kind of kickstart series about buddying up with people um and and yeah i just wanted to make a special mention and it kind of reminded me this week of perhaps maybe we've missed that kind of human contact and that human interaction and sometimes it can be a little bit impersonal and not as great when it's on zoom but 
it's it's the replacement at the minute until we can get more face to face. But that is still a massive option out there. And again, I think that will help with mental health because if you know someone else that's got the same problem, as as the saying goes, a problem shared is a problem halved. So, yeah. and actually, I cannot on. wait for the masterminds to kick off again to actually sit 15 of us uh, it's been it's been a, a life-changing 15 months since we last sat down for many reasons personal um Stephen, professional um but but for us to be able to sit down in a room all together again can't wait i you know I Good. think we're probably looking at September, October. Well, the Birmingham one's a COVID hotel at the moment, and they made everybody redundant. So we 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 come back to that. But I just wanted to pick up on something that um, Luke that you just said, and going back to what we started. Now Chris is on here as well, and you mentioned a buddy, and um, in Chris's exceptional interview with um, Spencer Lawrence, um, what they've done on the mental health is they've got people to buddy actually from different departments. So they've got the accounts department to buddy with somebody, you know, who may be a consultant there or a negotiator. So it's not like for like people that you would expect. Um, and what's that, what that's doing is it's getting people to know the other people that work in the company as well. So, you know, coming back full circle to where we started, um, it's five minutes for the interview with Chris and Spencer and agents together. Um, listen to it because there's some great ideas as to you know to help with the mental health and, and well-being, um, which is fantastic. Um, I've Can got, you imagine uh, buddying me up with someone in accounts, a high D with a with a high C in accounts? That would that, that would <laughs> buddying me up with someone in accounts would turn me to a mental health crisis. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you'll be fine. I'm sure you'll be fine. So just one final thing I want to give I want to give something away for anybody that is listening today. So I've done this I've done some work this week on um, listings and going through what an agent does um, from when they take a property on to when they're instructed and obviously it's uh, to when they get it completed and obviously it's not just um, put the property on right move. So if anybody wants a PDF document of what you do that you can add to and take off, um, direct message me, put yes on this, and I will get it over to you. Please. Apart from Andy Overman. Anybody else is absolutely <laughs> fine, okay? You haven't direct messaged me or said yes, so. Right. I've just said yes. I've just said yes. What's your first one, Abigail Gray? Good. Uh, we've got one. We've got one. Got one fan. Got one Walker and one fan. Yes. And 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 if Stephen's going to be obstinate, uh, Abigail, my email address to forward it on to is Andrew at locationlocation dot com. <laughs> Come on, Andy Overman. What was that? Watkin, you have a huge slice of I in you as well as your do. That's a disc, that. disc profile. The, uh, the disc i what does i stand for idiot i see you're bigging yourself up again today then <laughs> I'm a very high d i'm definitely a very high d very high d okay darren, right. darren, darren, darren winter if you um message me your email address thank you um 
I'll organise that for you. Right, so on that note, anything else to add? No. Um, two seconds. Just very quick. Yes, I'm trying to find it. Carry on. Talk amongst yourselves. No, we just wait. Silence is golden. That's what's great for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're under pressure to find it quicker. So, so I was just going to play. I is for influencer. Andy. Castle on the Hill. Oh, I thought this was your TikTok video that you were playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, everybody, thanks so much for watching yeah. um, and listening. Have a really good, positive week. Um, check out the um, Agents Together um, video with Spencer Lawrence um, talking about mental health. Honestly, it's exceptional and it gives you some ideas. Um, Luke, lovely seeing you today. Andy, lovely having you back. So thank you very much. Please, if you've enjoyed it, rate it, review it, share it, share what you liked about it, put one thing, tag Andy Overman on TikTok, um, Instagram, wherever it is, and say some lovely things. Welcome back. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks very much. Take Bye. Care.